When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi and welcome. With a special shout out to anyone listening for the first time or for the first time in a long time. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, we're checking back in on the anti-racism work many people were inspired to do after George Floyd's murder in May 2020. Just about a year ago, books on racism were topping the bestseller lists and people were taking to the streets despite the pandemic. Now that time has passed, it's time to check in on how your efforts and thoughts and evolution around anti-racism are going, because certainly the need for it has not diminished. The last time I talked about anti-racism, I focused on the inner work it requires. Those episodes from last June start on number 207 and go through 211. So if you want a refresher on them, head back into the archives. You can search by episode number or by the phrase anti-racism. Today's big idea is that if you haven't already, it's time to start sharing the things you've learned about anti-racism and the results of the inner work you've done with the people in your circle of influence. This doesn't have to be a big deal like some kind of a lecture. Here's an example. Now that we are all fully vaccinated, I recently visited a family member. While we were together, they relayed a story about a white friend who had asked one of their black friends to explain something that this white person didn't feel woke enough to understand. To my family member, this was a reasonable thing to do. And I just said, you know, black people have to be oppressed by white supremacy every day of their lives. They don't also need to do the work of educating white people about it, too. Besides, we've got the Internet now. We can do our own research. I could see my family members' wheels turning, like, hmm, hadn't thought of that. Believe me, I have been devoted to the idea of not rocking the boat for decades, particularly within my own family, where I am an only child and therefore the only member of my generation. And so I have often felt like I don't have a partner in resistance if I do make waves, so I'm just going to keep quiet. But consider this. Accountability is a love language. That is a quote by Maryam Hasna, who is a practitioner of energy medicine whom you can follow on Instagram at Vibrational Medicine. I highly recommend her feed. The vast majority of people want to be better. That impetus may be hidden deep down inside, but you have to trust that it is there and that on some level, we appreciate having the holes in our thinking pointed out to us by someone that we love, particularly when you can do it in a non-confrontational, loving way. I know that when someone you love says something that's just not cool, it can be very tempting to say nothing. But you can say something with love. 
If it's one of your elders, think of it like showing them an easier way to do something on their phone. (laughs) They really appreciate the information when it makes them feel more skillful. Just remember, you don't have to school anyone and you certainly don't want to shame them because there's stuff you still don't know and will get wrong and hopefully someone you love will bring it to your attention in a way that isn't belittling. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That whole thing. Inside of our families and close friend groups is where we often have the most sway. Doing a little bit of appropriate anti-racism awareness raising is a great way for you to display leadership. You can either do that implicitly by sharing your worldviews and just modeling the way, or explicitly by educating and offering feedback. Also, listen. I get that family dynamics can be such that those closest to you are perhaps the least likely to value your opinions. They may dismiss you as the crazy woke one. Well, that's okay. If the thought of speaking up makes you feel legitimately unsafe, I respect that. Just know that humans often have to take in a new piece of information multiple times before they incorporate it into their thinking or act on it. Maybe if they poo-poo something when it comes out of your mouth, or make it seem like you're the one in the wrong. They will be more likely to let it in when they hear it from a friend or read it in an article the next time. You'll help expose them and familiarize them to anti-racist ideas. And education and awareness are such important parts of the process of dismantling systems of oppression that have been hiding in plain sight for generations. Your tiny assignment is to swallow hard and speak up the next time someone close to you says something that twangs wrong on your inner anti-racism meter. Don't make it personal. Just share some information and know that even if nothing more seems to come of it, you are planting seeds that can take root and bloom in the future. Also, a great resource for how to have these conversations is The Opt-In, a podcast by Aurora and Kelly. Afro-Latina and white besties who make anti-racism very approachable and loving for all folks of all races. They also have a great Instagram account that I follow. It's at The Optin. So check them out. And come back tomorrow when I'm interviewing racial justice master teacher, Dr. Amanda Kemp, about using mindfulness as an anti-racism tool. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 